Storm Bowling Products, the Bowler's Company presents the Storm Collegiate Spotlight with Steve Klimkin and Tim Berg. Storm's Executive Director of Marketing and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now, here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight Podcast is Jake Peters. Jake bowled collegiately at Wichita State University. He has won PBA title. And Jake was just on TV bowling then the USBC Masters. He finished third there. So, Jake, it's Tim Berg and Coach K. Steve Klemkin here. Thanks for joining us today. Awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm super stoked to be here. All right. Well, Jake, so we had we, me and Steve were working on getting you on right after the USBC Masters where you finished third. Everyone saw that on Fox Sports 1. But you decided to take a little bit of a vacation that you had planned right after that. So explain that vacation part of it. And then also because, you know, you guys had a grind with the PBA Tour going back on, you know, pretty much full time out there grinding away week to week in, in different cities. So talk about the, your PBA season so far and then that little R&R that you were able to take in after your successful Masters. Yeah, so the, uh, the the PBA season, it was actually really unique for me. Um, I've been on tour now since 2012, and this was our first season, really. I mean, I felt like a rookie all over again because the most I had ever been out on tour was three weeks in a row. So doing this from, from January to April was, was brand new. I, I had no idea how to buy food on the road and, and cook and be away from home. So so that was honestly just extremely mentally exhausting. And I do contribute um, how well the end of the season finished for me about just being at home, you know, coming home at night and being with my wife and getting to hang out with my dogs was probably the most refreshing thing ever to, to help me finish the season. And I think was one of the reasons it ended so well. But, um, but yeah, the, the most needed thing I needed probably after was a vacation. And uh, my 30th birthday was April 6th. And my wife for the longest time wanted to do something super special. So the night, uh, as soon as the show was over, we packed up and the next morning headed to the airport and spent uh, an entire week in Hawaii. And it was absolutely awesome. She, uh, she basically made it to where we spent all the time hanging around the island, drove around, saw all the sights, and got to uh, just enjoy being away. So that was awesome. I bet it was. That uh, had to have been relaxing. I mean, the, uh, the Masters was an absolutely tremendous week for you, but I think uh, any of us who bowled the Masters, whether you made the TV show or not, wouldn't really describe the, the tournament as super relaxing, was it? I mean, that was, a pre- that was a pretty demanding condition, demanding tournament, and you were able to navigate your way all the way all the way through that. So why don't you just kind of talk a little bit about your experience at the Masters and, and what you think it was that gave you a little bit of a, uh, you know, edge up on the field in order to, to make the championship round. Well, uh, you definitely hit the nail on the head, and, and you, you know um, as well as anyone that it is unbelievably just mentally exhausting. And, and the thing is with how the Masters works um, with these head-to-head matches, you never get to relax. I, I mean, you, you might bowl well for a little stint, you know, a three-game stint, and maybe get a big league on opponent and, and beat him or her. But then the next round, you're starting back at zero. So, I mean, you're constantly beating your head against the wall and, and battling the conditions. And I loved the Masters conditions this year. I mean, they were brutal but fair. And, you know, in the, in the, in the match plays, the majority of the time is on the fresh. So about the time it would have gotten to the point it was a little bit more fun, I was, I was done bowling that match. So... Um, constantly just was ready, <laughs> definitely ready for a mental, mental break after that. But, um, man, that was, uh, that was really neat. Um, I did something a little different, uh, during the match play. I, 
I threw urethane the entire time. And I actually didn't throw urethane, but a game during the qualifying. So I actually went ahead and went with my gut and figured they were so brutal if I hit the, the one, three pocket the, the majority of the time and just made spares that it would, it would pay off. And fortunately for me, it, it was pretty good. Jake, so you bowled collegiately at Wichita State University, were a member of their 2008, 9, and 10 team, and a collegiate All-American first team as well from 9 to 10. So what, are you, what have you been able to take away from your time at Wichita and use that on the PBA Tour? Well, the the tour are like the tour. I think at eighteen, nineteen years old, no one, in my opinion, I mean, the exception of like some some really great athletes, are ready for. So, um, the number one thing that that Wichita got me ready for was mentally and, and physically ready to be on be on tour. Um, but the things that were most about Wichita is one like, man, the the experience was amazing. Uh, the coaching, you know, all the things that everybody talks about working with Gordon Vatigan and, and Mark Lewis is, you know, something that I will cherish forever. Um, but the things that I take away the most are the friendships. Um, these guys that, you know, I'm actually looking really forward to, I bowl the USBC open championships next week. And a lot of my ex teammates are, are coming out and, um, you know, we just look forward to being together. And after about 15 minutes, it's like, we've never been apart. And these guys are just lifelong, the greatest people ever. And, um, the, the thing about Wichita State that still to this day I think is amazing and, you know, and I can relate the same thing to, to Steve is everybody, it's kind of like just um, a culture and like just a, a friendship and a bond, even if you didn't bowl together on the team. Like if you're a Wichita alum, you're always a Wichita alum and the amount of like just things in common and, and these great people that you meet along the way. And to this day, you know, Coach V still sends me text messages and calls and, you know, tells me, uh, you know, great bowling or offers a hand if I ever need it. And it's just unbelievable just the, uh, the experience and, and the people that I got to, to know and be around in those years. Well, there's a, and there's a lot of people. You mentioned about Open Championships for next week. There's a lot of people that are getting ready to go bowl that, myself included. Actually, I'm, I'm bowling with my team uh, next week as well. So, what do you guys do to uh, to prepare for the Open Championships and get ready for that? It's uh, it's always a you know a challenging pattern they put down, especially in the team event. And and what do you guys do to get ready? Well, um, one thing that's gotten super easy now is um, is with all the the technology, you know, the the group chats and things like that. And uh, one thing that we all really do is we kind of are each other's sponsors, so to speak. We keep each other accountable for, for practice and stuff, you know, be like, Hey, I'm going to practice and everything. Cause obviously as we get older and everybody has, you know, wives and children, it gets harder to get to the bowl. Um, but the things we do is we kind of communicate um, a lot via text messages and phone calls. And actually before we get to the center, we've kind of came up with a game plan of how we're going to attack the practice pairs. And then um, we always do, uh, do at least one, if not two of the practices and kind of, decide how we're going to practice and um and we just kind of always communicate and um i've, I've heard a lot of ex uh, college players uh say this and and including on your on your podcast of you know the communication and it just doesn't go away um after like i was saying about 15 minutes after practice we're all communicating talking about moves talking about changes and you know we just kind of fall back into the old habit of you know i i move this you should do this and you know, that's, that's the big thing. I think for all, um, 
you know, the, the thing that everybody always says is, you know, spares, 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 and that is true. But, you know, communication, I think, is the number one key to success in the team event at, at the Open Championships. So, Jake, how did your path lead to Wichita State when you were looking for colleges back in high school? Um, so I had no idea um, going into my senior year where I wanted to go. Um, I had visited Wichita before through their Shocker Bowling Camps, which, I mean, was absolutely amazing as, as a youth. Um, and I, I visited a few schools. And honestly, uh, Wichita, when I got there, uh, the things I love the most is the structure at Wichita um, with with Coach Vatigan and Lewis. The, the structure just really felt comfortable to me. It was nice to know exactly how things were going to go. Practice is this, you know, we have our, our, our two on on one sessions with physical game and mental game. And and that was the big thing for the bowling team. But honestly, when I went there and visited and, and practiced with the team, it, it just felt like home and it, it felt like this is where I should be. And, um, it honestly has been the greatest experience in, in my entire life because not only, um, you know, did, uh, my wife go there. So, you know, we, you know, we went to school together, got married and, uh, my best friends are from there. So literally my entire life is, is attached to Wichita state. So, um, that, that has been definitely the greatest decision. But for me, um, I wanted to be a business major and I fell in love with the business school and I absolutely fell in love with the program and, and like I said, just walking around campus, it, it felt the most like home to me, for sure. Now, there were some other uh, Wichita State players that had some, had some success there at the Open Championships. One that I was thinking and, and kind of remembering uh, not too long ago was Brent Bauer's team won the team event there. And he was bowling with Chris mm-hmm. Prather. And I remember talking to them there in, uh, in Reno and, uh, you know, just the – the communication and the way that they, you know, able to just, I think it kind of gets ingrained in your kind of in your DNA a little bit in terms of, you know, how, how to bowl and how to talk uh, as a team versus maybe when you're bowling, you know, just for yourself on the lanes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, you know, I'm super close with both. Well, I was team with both of them in my years. Um, my senior year was Chris Prather's freshman year. And um, I was able to bowl uh, three years with Brent Bowers. So, Mm-hmm. Um, we, we've communicated a lot about that. So like, I know those guys very well and, and both of them, um, the thing that I think, um, is so great with your, your teammates and when you've kind of ingrained to that communication is not necessarily, Hey, great shot or, um, you know, let's, let's kind of be there for each other, but the ability to be honest with each other, I think that's the hardest part with the team is, you know, to be like, I don't think you're doing that correctly. Or, you know, I think we should take a look at this, you know, that, that relationship you have, that trust you have where you can be open, completely open and honest with each other is, is by far the, the most amazing thing. And you kind of cheated saying about, you know, Chris Prather winning something because he kind of does that on just about everything he bowls right now. So, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, yeah, he's, I mean, Barring a couple exceptions, he's got to be the the hottest bowler on the planet at the moment. So, <laughs> Jake, what advice would you have for that high school player who mainly bowls on house patterns, and once they get to college, obviously they're bowling, going to be bowling on almost all sport patterns. You won't see many house patterns at all once you're in college. How can they make that transition as smooth as possible? My in my experience with with working and and talking to some kids uh, and, and being at the junior gold championships. Um, the first thing is, is uh, routine. I, I still think that one of the things, even though we all talk about it and, and it kind of becomes like just something everybody says, what do you need to do is work on spares is 
all of the kids in, in high school and things is shoot a lot of the most uncomfortable spares. Um, we, we focus so hard on, on single pins, which are by far the most important. But when you see these sport patterns for the first time, you're shooting a lot of spares that when you're standing there, really uncomfortable. The, the buckets, the three, six, nine, tens for right-handers, the washouts, and all of those with a good spare routine can become uh, you know, something you can make the majority of it. And those are what really help a lot of players. Um, as far as a high school player getting ready, utilize the technology we have now. I mean, gosh, all these great videos and all these educational things on YouTube and, and just online. If unfortunately you don't have the ability to, to practice patterns on at your home center, like you can definitely learn from all these great teaching tools that all of these, you know, USBC is doing. I know um, Turbo has done a few, you know, some of these great things where you can really watch some videos and, and learn how to uh, attack and, and see these patterns when you finally do see them for the first time. Hey, and one of the things you said about watching your games and different things you can learn, and this is, uh, I guess as much of a comment as it is a, uh, a a question, but you and I actually had the same uh, when I looked at your bio, same bowling hero, David Ozio. You know, and I remember uh, going through, and you know, you'd have to record, of course, the shows. This was long before YouTube, and you could learn. You had to record the shows and watch. You know, a, a technician or a player like uh, David Ozio to try and emulate the swing and the footwork and the tempo to kind of dial that in, and now there's a, a, a lot more technology in here that you can use to advance your, your physical game in those ways you were just mentioning, you know? Oh, absolutely. And, and to kind of get a little David Ozio plug there, like uh, what it was so huge for me that my favorite part about him is there's nobody, in my opinion, on the right side of the lane as smooth and as powerful as, as he was, and he blew me away. I still go back and watch his old old videos and just amazing and, it's been crazy to see a guy that's kind of like a, a stroker with tweener with power and still be super intense. It was just so fun to watch. Jake, thanks for joining us today, making some time during your busy schedule. Do appreciate it, and all the best of luck moving forward on the PBA Tour. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure to be here, and uh, please, anytime, I would love to come back.